0: So, good evening, everybody. My name is Tom Dunn, and I am the Director of Business Solutions at TCIA. I want to thank you for joining us tonight for the third in a series of webinars TCIA will be hosting the first Wednesday of each month through September on business and aboriculture related topics. Uh, We will send out email notifications, but you can also check out the events calendar on TCIA.org for more information or to register for upcoming webinars. I'm pleased to introduce our presenter for today's topic your online marketing plan, how to maximize your lead flow. Wesley Smith, it's a CEO and founder of TCA corporate member Tree Service Digital. He has been in internet marketing for approximately 10 years with uh, the last half focused on tree care service niche for online marketing and inbound lead flow for tree service businesses who are looking to grow their business. Um, We're gonna keep everybody muted uh, except for uh, myself and Wes. You will have the ability to ask questions anytime during the presentation by clicking on the Q&A button icon or the chat feature on the bottom of the screen. And uh, you can type in your questions. We'll try to get to them as we go along. And uh, we, we will be posting a recording of this webinar on TCIA.org uh, the next few days uh, for if you have any staff that would like to listen to the presentation.
1: So I'll now turn it over to Wesley. All right, thanks Tom, appreciate the introduction. So yeah, this is gonna be your online marketing plan, how to maximize your lead flow. Uh, And what we're gonna cover today is how to set goals for this year, how many leads to hit your target, uh, the three fundamentals to marketing success, uh, how to optimize your website for conversion in 2021 and beyond, uh, the big picture of all the online marketing channels you should be tapping into to maximize your lead flow on the internet, uh, the latest trends that you need to focus on in 2021 Uh, and develop a custom action plan based on where you are now and what you need to do right now Um, and so what we go through is the digital dominance method it's pretty much everything on the internet that you need to be doing to maximize your lead flow from your local market and number one is always your website and your local seo which is your google maps uh your your website the the way it converts the different things and elements that you have on your website your local search engine optimization uh number two is your pay-per-click marketing kind of a close number two really not number two. A lot of times it's number one over the SEO, depending on your local area. Uh, number three is retargeting, which is basically everybody that's visited your website ends up seeing uh, your ads all over the internet afterwards. Uh, number four is paid online directories like Yelp, Angie's List, getting a sponsored post there. Number five is repeat and referral business uh, from email marketing and social media. Uh, number six is paper leads. So there's other things you can add if maybe your lead flow is not where you want it to be, like Home Advisor, Thumbtack, things like that. Uh, And then you can do social media advertising, Facebook and YouTube. And then simply number eight, you can do a referral program where you pay your existing customers a referral fee or tickets to the game or some incentive to send you referrals and more business. Um, So if you stay to the end, we're actually going to give you the ultimate internet marketing checklist for tree service contractors. Or if you're watching this later, you can download this anytime you want to. We'll give you the link at the end. And it pretty much goes over that entire digital dominance method and what to do in your local market, on your website, all your different paid ad campaigns, all that stuff. in a nice three-page document. Just makes it really easy. You got a reference anytime you want it. You can print it out. Uh, and who am I? And you know, why should you listen to me, right? Uh, well, I'm a member of TCIA, like Tom uh, said at the beginning, member of ISA. Been in internet marketing space for close to 10 years. Um, specialize in tree service contractor marketing. Uh, we have an expert web development and digital marketing team and we've worked with dozens and dozens of tree service contractors across the us and we know it works to generate a flood of new business on the internet and i'm also the author of the book how to win with internet marketing for tree service contractors so we actually mail this out to people that request it or you can buy it on amazon for i think three bucks the digital copy uh, amazon kindle so we got a book we got all that stuff And um, we work with dozens of tree service contractors across the US. We don't, we won't get into all those, but we've got several testimonials on the treeservicedigital.com website for slash testimonials, if you wanna check those out. So it's what we do every single day. So we're in this market. We eat, sleep and breathe this day in and day out with our clients. And uh, it's gonna help you basically increase your online sales, enhance your online reputation, uh, drive more calls, leads and profits to your business Uh, and also increase repeat and referral business by being more visible. And so I guess the number one question would be is, you know, what's the hardest part about marketing your tree service business online? And you don't have to, you know, put a chat message in or or ask us right this minute, but just think about it in your head, like what would be the hardest part? Maybe you tried several things, you know, in the past, and maybe you've got something that's harder than others. Maybe it's Google pay-per-click or Google ads or maybe you know, it just didn't work out very well. So what's the hardest part? And and a lot of times there's just so many options. It's unclear, you know, where to spend your budget. You got everybody calling you, you got home advisor, thumbtack, um, this and that. It's just really kind of tough to figure out what to do, right? It's kind of unclear. Um, There's search engine optimization, SEO, there's pay-per-click marketing, there's websites, there's social media, et cetera. And there's just a flood of things to do. And you're like, what do I do? You know, these things are all coming at me. So these are all the things that we recommend here, but you've got to do them right, right? Uh, and there's a major investment in marketing a lot of times. So sometimes you, you do the investment in the marketing and you know maybe you had a negative, um, you, know, you know, it just, it just didn't work, work out that well. So there's not that much to show for it, right? You get emptied your pockets and you didn't really get much business out of it. Uh, and if you don't have a clear plan, you can overspend. And sometimes worse, underspend and underperform when you really need you know, those, those jobs and that business to come in. So um, this is the opportunity uh, is what we see every single day with our clients because we're kind of doing this and we're kind of in the, in the trenches every day of what's working with local search. Um, but if you have a clear plan with goals, targets, and key performance indicators where you can kind of measure what's working versus what's not working, it really, really helps you kind of eliminate things that aren't working at all and pour more gas on what is working. And this is gonna help you generate enough leads to keep your crews busy and your revenue increasing. So you put some money in the marketing, you get some leads, and then you have more money and revenue on the other end of that. So it generates enough leads to keep everybody busy and your business growing. So we'll get right into the online marketing plan, what we see working in today's markets. Number one is is, uh, we gotta set clear goals, right? We gotta know where we're gonna go Otherwise. Um, so what are your goals You know, for this year? Right. Success is goals and all else is commentary. Uh, Brian Tracy quote there. We've, there's several other ones out there. But if you don't have any goals, basically, you're just kind of shooting in the dark. Right. It's one of the ways to say it. And here's kind of a, a good visual I like to put out here. It's like a sailboat sitting out in the middle of the ocean. It's very calm seas. There's no wind and you don't really have any clear direction. So you don't really have any idea where you're going. So the old saying is, is if you don't know where you're going, you're probably not going to get there, right? Um, But what you want is you want clear goals with wind in your sails so that you kind of have that momentum pushing you to where you want to get to. Um, So it was a Harvard study uh, several years ago. I guess it was 1979. um, 84% of the people they studied had no specific goals. Um, 13% had goals, but they weren't written down. 3% A very small percentage had clear written goals and plans to accomplish those goals, right? So the results were when they followed back up with all these people several years later, the 13% of the class who had goals were earning on average twice as much as the 84% who had no goals at all. Uh, Even more staggering was that 3% who had clear written goals were earning on average 10 times as much as the other 97% put together. So writing down your goals and staring at them and making sure you see them every day. Uh, holds a lot of weight in where you get to. Um, So goal setting framework, uh, you have to have clear written goals and plans. You need to set at a minimum a one-year goal, a quarterly goal, monthly goals, and then you must have a stopping point at the beginning of each new year and end of each quarter to kind of reflect like, you know, how did you do based on what you set your goal for and what you're going to do going forward? So what are your goals for the next 12 months? You know, and this could be kind of a rough number. It's not always going to be exact, but As long as you kind of know what direction you're heading and maybe kind of approximation of what you want to do, uh, what's your revenue target? You know, maybe you're doing a million dollars in revenue as a tree company now, but you want to get to 1.5 million is the next kind of threshold. Maybe you're at 1.5, you want to get to three or two. Uh, So how much is that monthly? How many calls will that require? And what's your average transaction value? So, This is kind of how we'll break it down. So what are your goals for this year? So here's an example. Let's say this year, your target revenue target would be 1.5 million in revenue, right? So monthly, that would be about 125,000 in sales. And it's always gonna fluctuate a little bit, right? Like one month you may do 100K, the next month you may do 150. It's kind of a roller coaster, probably a little bit seasonal as well, but on average. So what is your average transaction value? If that's a thousand bucks, which is kind of just a flat number for this example, some people's is 2,500 average transaction value. So of course you don't need to do as many jobs. Um, how many jobs will that require? So that would be 125 per month to get to that $125,000 in revenue. So divide your monthly target by the average transaction value, and that'll give you 125 jobs per month you need to be completing to get to that revenue target. So what's your average conversion rate from caller to book job? This is another key important factor, so you can kind of do this math on your own. Uh, divide your call target by your conversion rate. So let's say your booked um, average conversion rate from caller to book job, like you give them an estimate, they move forward with the job. That's 50%, right? You get a pretty high closing ratio. Uh, Multiply your call target by your conversion rate, which is 125 jobs times 0.50. You need 250 leads per month to close 125 jobs per month at that average $1,000 invoice. Uh, and that'll get you to your 125K. Now, again, it's going to be different too, whether it's a referral, whether it's a cold lead, or a search lead, or uh, whatever type of lead comes through. But those are good ones to kind of measure, just to make sure you kind of know what that looks like. Uh, so, what is your goal for this year, and how many leads will you need monthly to get there? Tom, stop me anytime if you know if you have any questions or anybody chimes in or anything like that. Yeah, Wesley,
0: maybe I'll I'll throw this out there now. Um, you know, for companies. We're hearing from companies that they're doing pretty well right now with mm-hmm. with uh leads and and generating revenue. But it's still important for them to have an online presence and and have a, a marketing plan for that. Um, or maybe you could you could comment on that, you know, how important it is for them to continue to have a marketing plan, even if they're getting leads in other areas.
1: Yeah, I, I would agree wholeheartedly. Like a lot of times people, when they're really, really busy, they kind of think I want to restrict the marketing because i'm so busy i don't want to do any more marketing right now but there's things that you can do to make sure you kind of maximize that time during your most busiest season which i think would be your seo your google maps your reputation things like that maybe you turn off the pay-per-click marketing during your busiest season just because you know why pay additional for pay-per-click marketing if you're already covered up for two or three months right but having your website dialed in your google maps and your reputation Um, And all those things that you can do month in and month out, that'll help you get higher up in the search rankings for those local tree service searches and things. Um, So I think it's important to kind of just keep your eye on the ball and focus on that internet side of it, even when you're super busy, when you're least likely to kind of want to think about it. A lot of people call and they're kind of panicking because it's finally slow again, right? Well, if you plant those seeds back when it's busy, you won't have those gaps like you do if you don't. So... Does that make sense? Kind of? Yeah, no, that is, that answers the question. Thank you. It's just really good to be consistent with it, you know, and, um, again, there's slow times of the season where we, we definitely pause campaigns and we make sure that, you know, they're not paying for any additional stuff. We just maintain their website, their rankings, things like that. And that'll pay dividends down the road when it may be cold season hits, they'll still be at the top, you know? Um, and that way you don't just completely shut off the lead flow at that point. Um, but yeah, so the fundamentals here, we'll get kind of into that part. That's like the message um what you know the message is kind of the first part of it um and so let's update your marketing message so who is your ideal customer out there and this might differ just a little bit depending on if you're more residential or if you're more commercial you're gonna have two different types of customer avatars um customer avatar that name's kind of funny but it's kind of the way you kind of you know explain what what type of customer who that person who that persona is that you're typically going after Um, And so if you know who that person is, typically eight times out of 10, you're going to be able to, you know, kind of appease them and they're going to want to go with your company. So what are their pains and frustrations? What are their fears and implications? What are their goals and desires? And what are their dreams and aspirations, right? So who's your customer, uh, ideal customer avatar? This is what we see typically is the clients that call in. So the demographics are typically, this is more of a residential, maybe slash commercial tree company. Uh, typically, their ideal customer is a homeowner. They're 35 years old uh, or older. older. Uh, it's mixed between you know the female and the male, so it just depends on the local area. You're married with two to three kids, typically head of household, uh, 65K plus an in annual income, uh, family-oriented, they're reliable, they're easily frustrated, they like uh, they like to please people and expect the same in return some of their pains and frustrations though are the dangerous and unsightly tree right they got a tree they want it taken down they want it trimmed or whatever they can't get a tree service company on the phone or to return their call we, we hear this a lot need to get a tree issue resolved too busy to deal with it right they just need to get it done worried that the situation at the house could be unhealthy for the family um some of their fears and implications are being ripped off or overcharged Right, the same as you you call the plumber you want to make sure you don't get ripped off right same type of thing paying too much for something that they could have gotten elsewhere that buyer's remorse thing uh having some damaged uh by faulty workmanship uh having to wait around for the tree guy to arrive at the house when they've taken time off work to meet the tree person or the tree company or the crew there having to wait around they don't want to do that being inconvenienced trying to coordinate with the tree contractor same thing Uh, some of their goals and desires are get the tree issue fixed they just want to get it done having the issue behind them having a well-kept home uh, taking care of their family more income money wealth live in a nicer more luxurious home drive a nicer car uh, kids healthy happy and successful and spend more time with families probably similar to yourself Um, if you can see joe jones through joe jones eyes then you can sell what joe jones buys So let's craft your message now. What type of message do you want to send out there that the majority of people are going to resonate with? Uh, So why should someone choose to do business with you versus the competition? And this, uh, keep in mind, this is going to be your online foundation where people are going to find you. So we want a good message. Some of the things that we see that work the best is, um, and everybody can't use the same one, obviously, but, um, you know, we're veteran owned. Uh, We give senior citizen discounts. There's veteran discounts. Um, we're members of TCIA. We're members of ISA. We're certified arborists. Um, some of the other ones are Better Business Bureau. You know, we're we're affiliated with the Better Business Bureau. Uh, we clean up your property cleaner than it was before we found it. Different things like that that just help resonate with people. They go, Wow, that's that's a pretty good message. I like that. I think I'm gonna do business with this company. So you gotta think about that. What type of little slogan maybe that you want? What benefits do you offer to your target customer that they'll resonate with? So kind of similar. So you can just, you know, write those down if you maybe you're looking to kind of update your message or have some sort of like angle to get people to call you over the competition.
0: Wes, well, so, um, just sure. going back to that that message, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I know a lot of companies put on their website, like an about tab or an about section about the company. Mm-hmm. How, how important is that for them to trend, you know? Show the customer what their history is. Oh, I like, like that.
1: The, the about page is super important.
0: Uh, oh, did you have something else, Tom? No, no. Okay. I was just wondering if you had any suggestions for what they can add to that section of a
1: website. I tell you what, though, it's super important. And and I'll um, so what what people do, we see like a heat map. We have this little tool that we use on some websites, and you can see when people click to somebody's website, one of the first pages they always click afterwards is that about page. And so it is pretty important to have some good content on that page. Um, It really just kind of your business story. I've seen some that are just super powerful and it resonated with me and we're not even trying to hire them for tree service. It's just an awesome story. Like my dad started this business in 1982 with blood, sweat, and tears, you know, just your whole story, you know, how they did, how they got to where they are now. And then, um, you know, it's a family business. We took over maybe in, you know, 2004, my dad retired and, Now we're running the company. We've got thousands of happy clients. And then we're also members of this, this, and this association. We also are veteran-owned and operated. Just little things like that on the about page, really telling your story, making your website personal um, and having those personable type uh, stories on there, I think really resonate and will get you that call over somebody else's website. It's important. We see that. So, yeah, I I think the about page is super important. We always stress having a good little blurb you know, or company story on there Um, and messaging that works. Well, it's kind of similar to what we just talked about on the previous slide. Um, Same day service or emergency services or 24 hour service or on time service. On time service is pretty big just because people don't like waiting around. If you're going to be three hours late type thing, Uh, straightforward pricing, upfront pricing, satisfaction, guaranteed free estimates, um, trustworthy technicians, trustworthy crews, Um, Experienced, licensed, and insured, uh, certified arborist on staff, stuff like that makes people feel like, okay, well, yeah, I think I want to call this company. I feel comfortable. So, these are some of the messages that we see that that work pretty well. Um, So, now we can look at the media. We've got our message and we kind of know who we're marketing to. Let's figure out the media. Uh, Let's make sure your hub converts, which is kind of like your foundation. If you're going to build a house, the foundation's got to be solid. And you got to have everything in there that you need to make it last long term. So, your website's going to be the hub to your internet, your digital marketing, period, because eventually, no matter where people hear about you or find you, they're going to end up on your website, right? It, it's not the end all be all, but it's pretty much the foundation of your business, your story, your look, your brand, everything. So, people are going to find you on your website from Facebook, right? You got a Facebook page, maybe you're posting, they find it, they click there. Sometimes they find you from Twitter. Sometimes they'll click on your website from LinkedIn or YouTube if you got videos and a YouTube channel. So they're gonna come in from all these different places. And so you want your website to be good. You, know, you wanna make sure it converts the most amount of people that find it to callers and appointments. Uh, is your website set up to convert visitors to callers? So this is just an example website. One of our clients, we always have the logo in the top left corner and the phone number in the top right corner. And a lot of our clients have that tree Uh, phone number 8733 Um, but you can click to call it from the top right if you shrink this to the size of the screen in a mobile view uh, there's always a click to call app we have at the bottom right it's green and it has like a phone icon because people on a a mobile phone are like super lazy uh, these days they don't want to write down a number and go punch it in their their keypad Um, so they just tap it with their thumb and boom they're on the horn with your office scheduling that appointment so that's super important we see is that click the call button from mobile uh, scroll and then also just having a free estimate form everywhere they go. So we have one in the top header here. Uh, schedule an appointment goes right over to the contact page. Maybe they prefer to type in a little note before they hit submit. Um, and so just all those little things that we're going to have on the website to help it convert at the highest level possible. And these are some of the things that are going to be on that marketing checklist too, uh, that you'll have if you, you know, if you want to download that checklist. Um, What would it mean for your business? You know, first question is, is, you know, if you dominated online in the local market. So a lot of these things, if your website's built to convert, you know, and you get a ton of traffic coming to your website, because now you rank for those keywords. Well, if you got a good website, it's going to convert a lot of those visitors. We've had several examples and case studies of clients that went from 30, 40 calls a month, roughly, they weren't really being found that much. They were just getting mostly referral business before they started marketing. um, All the way up to 150, 180 leads a month. Uh, over a one-year period just by dominating that first page of Google for search for tree service, tree removal, all of that. So that can really, really increase and enhance your business pretty quickly if you're getting that many calls. And you can kind of pick and choose what jobs you want to do, like the preference of your business, because everybody's tree business is a little different. Some people might like land clearing more than they do This or, you know, they do tree removal, focus on that because they've got the equipment, the cranes and different things like that. Or some people focus on the tree trimming and pruning side of things, too. So um, but they're on pace this year to do one point three million. They've expanded from six guys to 12 guys and they have the confidence that they have a consistent and sustainable lead flow coming in month in and month out. That's just powerful. It makes you feel good that your business has leads coming in because it's the lifeblood of every single business. So that's what online search can do for you. Um, so first question is, is your website set up for conversion? And some of these things you can kind of go back to your, your website now and implement if you don't have it, uh, does it speak to your target avatar? The person that we were going over earlier, does it address their fears and frustrations and speak to why they should choose your business over somebody else? Does it have real authentic images of your team? This is big because a lot of company websites just have these stock photos and it just doesn't resonate that well with a visitor. Right, I mean, you're still going to get some calls because people need to get tree service work done, but if you got pictures of you, your crews, videos of you guys doing work, it's just really powerful. Does it include video elements, website welcome video, videos for each one of your services, video explaining why people should contact you versus the competition? Does it showcase your online reviews? That's pretty big. Does it make it easy for them to take action and get in contact with your company? Click the call button, free estimate forms. Uh, and just get the basics in order, right? The, the full number in the top right hand corner. Uh, ensure that there is a web form for customers to fill out. Uh, add credibility badges like Better Business Bureau, Angie's List, TCIA, ISA. All those we always put on our clients' websites if they're members. It just makes you look more credible. Um, Call us, Wes. Action. I'll just sorry, Wes.
0: I'll just I'll just uh,
1: add to that that um,
0: when a when a member joins TCIA, we do re, we actually do review their website. Mm -hmm. Um, for safe, for safety, uh, reasons, you know, pictures that they might have on there. Is it depicting safe best practices? Mm -hmm. Um, and are people wearing proper PPE? So that's something that, uh, we can help a a member out with, um, you know, if their website changes over the years, if they want us to review it, they can do that.
1: Oh, awesome. That's a really cool value add that you guys do. We can even send them over to you guys. If you guys want to take a look at them. Um, I would say probably 60, 70% of our clients, maybe even 80% are members already of TCIA. And then some people ask me, should I join? And I'm like, yeah, you should join. I mean, not only just being a part of the TCIA, but also you know the directory listing and having the, the logo and all that stuff on your website, just it really, really helps, I think, their credibility. Um, so that's awesome. Yeah, you got, I've seen a lot of the safety workshops and all that stuff. So that's why I always tell them to be involved because especially if they're going to grow their company, you've got more liability, more people working for you. I think it's just a good idea.
0: Well, we appreciate um, your, uh, your plugs.
1: Yeah, no problem, man, whatsoever. I enjoyed the, the meetings and everything else. So the rest of it is, you know, pretty much just ensure that there's a web form that they can fill out easily. Um, you know, are there calls to action on each page to ensure uh, to speak to your customer avatar and tell them exactly what to do next. Call now for a free estimate. Fill out this form for a free estimate. That's kind of telling them what to do next when they're already interested. Um, And maybe you want to add, you know, live chat on your website too. That helps. So pull up your website right now. Is it built to convert with some of the things that we just mentioned? What do you need to tweak, right? And you could add those things uh, with your current web developer um, or anybody else that maybe is helping you with your web presence today. But the biggest marketing issue facing tree service companies today, because a lot of tree service companies are getting a lot of leads is unconverted leads, right? So leads that just go stagnant. So here's the problem. 50 to 55% of inbound leads leave unconverted. Uh, 80% of web forms fail to convert. Now, if you're really diligent of calling every one of those web form submissions back within like five to 10 minutes, you're gonna be good at getting them on the phone and getting that appointment. But after about 15, 20 minutes, literally people forget they filled out the form. So they get this call coming in and they don't even know why the call is coming in. They forget they did that 15 or 20 minutes ago, or maybe they submitted the web form on five websites. And so they already got a couple of calls. They don't want to answer any more calls. So you're going to have a hard time getting them on the phone. Um, So here's why the leads that aren't followed up with within 15 minutes go cold. The average customer must be followed up with seven times, five to seven times before booking with you guys. Uh, today's consumer prefers to interact via text message versus phone call or email. And we'll get into a little bit of that in just a minute too. Um, here's the solution. The solution is, is to leverage marketing automation to follow up with web forms within the first two minutes of submission via phone, email, and text message. So as soon as they fill out that contact form, they get an immediate text message and immediate email from your office saying, hey, thank you so much for requesting a you know contact form from XYZ Tree Service. We'll be giving you a call here shortly and actually it generates a call to your office as soon as they submit that form and then you press one to connect and it dials out that person and they're going to be super impressed that you called them within 30 seconds of submitting that form. Um, So it just helps you really convert a lot more of those leads. Uh, And you can also automate the follow up after that initial touch so that they get, um, you know, a text message or an email the next day if you didn't get a hold of them, and then maybe another email and text message the day after to help, you know, propel them to book an appointment with you. So that really, really helps. It takes a lot of uh, follow-up and manual processes off your back too, if you have automation doing that for you, because it's tough to remember all that, right? You get enough to do with your business already, Uh, but it's simple math, check out the numbers. I mean, if you just have a hundred leads and let's say you converted 30% of them with no follow-up, you just basically take the phone calls and you convert most of the phone calls, but none of the web forms, you book 30 jobs, 30% conversion rate. Well, let's say your average ticket 650, that's 19,500 in revenue, right? But the other 70 leads went went cold or went stagnant. Well, on the other hand, if you aren't following up with them, let's say you converted 70% with automated follow-up because you're going to get more of those people in the second, third, fourth follow-up to book an appointment with you. Um, then your average ticket at 650 is going to turn into 45,000 in revenue. So that's a pretty substantial difference. It's over double. Um, and we see this pretty often. I mean, if you get, you know, all those people on the phone and get the get the estimate booked, then you're going to be good to go in more cases than not. So it just makes every lead uh, you generate more valuable for your company. Let's implement this in your business. Right. It's an automated sequence. It's pretty easy to implement and it works very, very well. So what are three conversion elements uh, that you'll implement on your website? And you can just take a minute, write those down if you want to. Um, Some of the things that we went over, maybe you need a click to call button, maybe your website, and we see this pretty often, it's 10 years old, it's not even mobile responsive. So somebody, and what we're seeing is about 70% of search right now online is mobile, right, for tree service. So, and it depends on demographics too, but it's typically about 70 to 75% mobile. So if you don't have a click to call button on there, you're going to lose a lot of those visitors.
0: Wes, is there a, uh, I imagine there's a cost for that click to call feature. Is it, is it, what's the price point for that kind of thing?
1: I'll tell you what, man, it's free. There's several of them that are free. free. Yeah. Okay. You just got to know how to code it and put it on the website. Um, but it, it's really, you basically, if you have a WordPress website, there's probably a handful of them that you can literally log in, um, enable, well, you have to download the, the plugin, enable it, and then you punch in the forward to number. So basically what they do is they just click that button and then it it generates your business line or whatever number you want them to call in their keypad and then they just hit dial and that's it. Um, And yeah, most of them are free. There's some that are paid that have a couple of bells and whistles on it, but you really don't need that. Um, Just coding and making sure it's on there, but it's powerful. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, what three conversion elements will you implement on your website? Just think about those and maybe make make a game plan to get those done. So what are the takeaways for your website? So what, you know, this is your foundation. These are things that you need to do. If you have any questions or you want to post them in chat or you want to ask right now, we're more than happy to answer your questions. Um, What did you learn? What did you notice? And and what would you like to maybe enable on your website or share? And if nothing, that's fine too. You can move on to the next part of it. next part is really is just know and track your key performance indicators for your marketing. So this is just kind of an example. Let's say you generated 401 leads for a month, and that's a lot. That's a ton of calls for tree service. And let's say your total investment was around $7742, $7,742. That means your average cost per lead was $19.31. Well, then you can break down even further and say, well, where did these leads come from? So 82 of them were organic from my website and SEO. 271 were from my pay-per-click marketing on Google, Yahoo, Bing, and maybe my Google local service ads. And then let's say 25 of them were from Google Maps. And then 23 of them were from free estimate contact forms people filled out on the website. So 401 total leads. So just knowing those numbers helps you be a smarter marketer for your company because then you can say, look, Pay-per-click's not working, let's dump it. Or let's lower the budget on that and increase it on something else. So it's good to keep an eye on all of these metrics. So basically, the the most important one is how much did you spend overall per month? How many leads you got? And then divide that and make sure you know what your cost per lead is. And then from there, you can kind of figure out which one of the lead flow um, examples that you got. Maybe you need to either crank up a little bit or maybe crank down a little bit. Um, So, so far, we went over clear goal and target for this year. We've went over clarity around your market, your message, and your media. Uh, with, we've made sure that our website's optimized for conversion with all those elements we discussed prior. Um, we've set up a simple KPI tracking dashboard to make sure you kind of know what you're spending money on and where the leads are coming from. Um, so here's the key trends that we're seeing this year and beyond. So 2021 and beyond, it's going to be similar with years coming up in the future because we're seeing these trends kind of continue to evolve Um, but google local service ads are really becoming big and it's in most major urban markets so if you're in a population of two three hundred thousand or above type city uh, these are going to be pretty much there for you Um, there's a shift also from phone conversion to message conversion so a lot of people instead of calling uh, the younger generation believe it or not sometimes they don't like to talk on the phone they want to shoot a text message They want to do a web form and they want to be texted and and kind of nurtured that way. So you kind of want to do everything. You don't want to like say, well, we're not going to text people because you need to, because the younger generation is doing more of that. And you also must have an all-in-one perspective for your website, your SEO, your pay-per-click marketing, local service ads with Google and social media. So if you're everywhere, you're just going to really maximize your lead flow from your local market. Um, so let's build your online marketing plan, show you what that looks like. So right here, these are the Google local service ads that we've, um, that we've been seeing that work pretty, pretty well. Um, and they actually show up at the very, very top of the page. It's a vetting process, so you have to basically go to the Google. I have the link coming up in one of the slides, so I'll show you here in just a minute. But basically, you have to get vetted with them. They do background checks on you, the company. Uh, all your employees and everybody else so it's it's kind of a process it can take two to three four months to get um approved but once you do you're up here in the top but the limitations are they only show three here at the top right and these are people probably paying the most per click obviously and then also the people with the best reviews but you can click right here where it says more tree service providers and it'll open up this big window with like 12 15 20 more of them Um, but they only show typically in like a small small radius
0: Hey, Wes, I did get a question in from somebody. I don't know if you want to, maybe we'll address it it now. Um, So Corey, was asking, is spending money on a fancy website, interactive, very educative, unique, worth the investment, or is a basic standard
1: website all we should be thinking of? You know, it really just depends, man. Um, If you, I think if you, if you have the revenue coming in to invest in the website and your local search engine optimization, because just having the website there that's really good is great. But are people going to find it? That's kind of the next question. And so, if you if you get the website really good, then having it rank really high in your local market for the tree service searches like tree service your city, tree service near me, tree removal near me, is going to pay big dividends if you have a good website. Because once those visitors find it, you're going to convert more of those visitors to leads and paying customers. Um, so you know you're going to have your testimonials on there. You're going to have your trust icons like the TCIA, ISA, BBB, all those badges. So if you have the revenue, I would say it's worth carving out a small percentage to get your website and your SEO done. If you're kind of starting out, starting up, maybe you kind of maybe allocate those resources somewhere else in the beginning stages um, and do more of the guerrilla marketing tactics like, you know, like the the flyers and the signs and different things like that. So I think that would, that'd probably be Thank my you. suggestion. Um but this is kind of where those Google local service ads show up right here. Um, and then below that, uh, you're going to see the traditional Google ads. So the Google local services, you know what I think it is? I think it's Google trying to have a platform that, that kind of says, we have these vetted contractors for you to select from in your local market to kind of, kind of push out HomeAdvisor and Thumbtack and those types of websites because they're all in direct kind of competition, right? So I think that's what they're trying to do. So how, how this impacts search results is the first, you know, the first set of results up here is going to be your Google Home service ads, like, you know, the your tree service ads up here at the top. The next one's going to be Google AdWords. So Google Ads is still very powerful because we can you can run those in a 20, 30, 40-mile radius around your city because most tree companies service a pretty vast area. They don't just service a 5-10-mile radius. These Google local service ads only show up typically in your zip code or maybe a couple of zip codes adjacent to your zip code. Whereas the Google ads, you can run those in a huge, vast area and cover the entire service area that you do. So that's kind of the difference between those. And then below that is going to be Google My Business, which is your your local SEO, your search engine optimization. So your maps and your reviews, your your reputation is very important for this section. And statistics prove that about half the people call the maps and the organic results. And the other half will call the ads. Some people just like, hey, look, I'm going to call the ad. They're going to solve my problem. Other people are like, I don't trust the ads. I'm going to call these local companies. So you want to be in all of these places. And if you're in all four of these places, I mean, get ready. Your phone will ring off the hook. How Google Local Services works. You must complete the Google Local Services application. So there's like an application process, a vetting process, pretty long um, application that you got to fill out. Google will run a background check on you and your employees. Um, So Everybody's going to get checked, um, license check, background via Pinkerton Consulting, insurance, all that stuff. They're going to they're going to verify. Uh, business owners and all crew members must complete a background check. Once approved, and if active in your area, you'll pay on a per lead basis. So we've seen anywhere between 45 to 65 bucks in some, some areas where it's really competitive up to 75, 80 bucks. This, this slide, I didn't update that, that cost, but we've seen some that are pretty high and it just really depends on how many tree companies are bidding on those, right? So it's kind of an auction thing. If there's 20 or 30 companies, um, it may be more expensive if there's less. Like we have some companies that we're doing um, a, a marketing service for and they're in one of those kind of like tier two, tier three cities where there's maybe like 100,000, 150K population and not a lot of tree companies are in there they're like the first or second one that's gotten google local verified so they're literally mopping up you know because there's not a lot of people in there so they're getting all those calls and the per lead cost is going to be lower too because there's less companies you know bidding on those so it's going to vary you know by the city by the industry type thing Um, but feedback from active users on that is it's lower cost per lead than traditional google ads in most cases not in every case but in most cases so I would say it's a good idea to get that set up now before it, everybody finds out and gets verified. Um, higher quality leads than like HomeAdvisor, because of course with HomeAdvisor, five companies are calling that same lead at the same exact time. Um, still get some price shoppers, and but you, you you do have to follow up quickly with these people. But there's a solid ROI from most of the clients who have jumped on board. So that's kind of the feedback we get. Um, and where it's active is, is coast to coast. I mean, Google local service ads launched Gosh, I think it's been four or five years ago now, but at first it was only like in San Francisco, like Google's backyard and New York City and a couple other really large cities. And now it's pretty much in every major market across the U.S. So it's really expanded. And again, I think it's their idea of trying to knock off some of the search traffic for HomeAdvisor and Thumbtack. So it's Google's search engine. They're they're trying to get everybody to kind of come to their their trough, uh, you know, as much as possible. Um, but what you should do now, if you want to check out Google local service ads, and I would recommend it, um, is just go to uh, Google AdWords, or just go to adwords.google.com forward slash local services and then forward slash sign up. And again, if this link is too hard to remember to, to write it down right this minute, just just go Google search Google local services and a link will pop up and it'll be this link right here. Um, and you get started. So as soon as you get started clicking on that link, it'll kind of have a, a, you know, a series of questions for you to kind of get going with it. But get the background checks going because that's the part that takes a little bit of time. Put the tracking in place to gauge the return on investment. And uh, be sure that you're leveraging the platform to close the jobs and the updates that they give you. And play the game while the, the ROI makes sense. Like I said, I mean, it's kind of still relatively new in some of the niches. So getting on there now early, will kind of help you get in front of that. And you may be able to, you know, mop up and get a lot of calls from it until a lot of companies get in there and get, and get verified. Um, so the online marketing plan, of course, we just went through the digital dominance method earlier, but we'll go through a couple of bullets. It's a website that's built to convert, right? You want a good website built to convert a lot of visitors to callers, proactive monthly SEO that works, uh, Google Maps optimization, where you're uploading photos to your Google My Business, posting on your Google My Business, Uh, making sure it's highly visible getting a lot of reviews on your google my business that's very important Uh, focus on online reviews and reputation uh, strategic pay-per-click campaign uh, social presence and email marketing one of the things we didn't really discuss in depth was email marketing so if you're building up a database let's say you're using jobber or single ops arbostar any of the online databases for tree care you can send a monthly email newsletter to your list and that helps generate appointments too from your target audience that has already done business with you, or, or you've already given an estimate to. So these people kind of already know your brand. So that helps too. And we've set that up for clients. And I mean, some of our clients have 5,000, 10,000, 15,000 people in their database. So it's a very powerful list to, to kind of create for yourself. Um, and then precision tracking and measurement of the KPIs of all that stuff. So this stuff works. And again, this is that same case study we talked about earlier. This was in a market of about 250,000 when you go through all the whole metro in Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, but it went from about 30 to 40 calls a month to 180 calls a month, uh, year over year, just by dominating their local search and their local market. Uh, they're on pace to do $1.3 million this year, one crew to two crews, uh, confidence they have a consistent sustainable flow. This stuff does work, um, but build your custom plant. And if you stay to the end now, you can get this ultimate internet marketing checklist for tree service contractors. It's just for you. It's about three pages. It's a PDF. It's a, uh, I think we use, what's the database? It's not a Google drive link. I think it's um, the other one. It's uh can't, can't remember what the database is, but it's a PDF link. So if you go to treeservicedigital.com forward slash free dash checklist, Uh, You can just put your email in. We'll email it to you. Of course, we need your email to send it to you. Uh, But it's three pages. You can print it out. You can keep it. It's got everything you need for your website, your Google pay-per-click ads, your local service ads, uh, your Google map, all that stuff. So happy to send that to you guys. Uh, So action items. We're kind of wrapping this thing up. So what are the action items that you want to put into place? Um, What are your top three internet marketing initiatives that you need to implement to hit your annual goal? Yeah. And Tom, if we have any questions, we can. Wes, I just put up, um, mm-hmm. I had mentioned to
0: you before we, we started, uh, the webinar tonight, the TCIA has a consumer facing website that our members are encouraged to go to and, and link mm-hmm. to, and, and also use the content on there for their own purposes on the, on their own websites.
1: I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Cause you need to update your content for sure. And the easiest way to do that is just to create a simple blog page on your website you know, and if you guys have got that repurposed content, then they can basically take it if it's about tree care related articles and tips and pruning and different things like that. And they can just maybe implement their business name in there and kind of repurpose it for their business. So I think it's great. That's one of the things that we always recommend is just at least updating that content.
0: Wes, I don't know if we're going to get any, any other questions, but I was going to, um, you know, I guess people coming out of, uh the covid crisis you know mm-hmm. like what's the next thing uh that they should be focusing on um i guess it goes back to just being consistent with their with their marketing plan yeah
1: yeah more so more or less i mean um we saw a lot of our clients there was a a big slowdown there you know right when covid hit everybody was kind of freaking out you know and heck we were too and nobody really knew what to expect and then um all of a sudden when you know, tree service was deemed a necessary function of society yeah. or whatever they call that necessary business activity. I mean, our clients got just absolutely just blown away with business. I mean, it was just so much pent up demand. A lot of it was because people were working from home and they wanted to get stuff done, you know. Um, but yeah, ever since then, they've been super busy. And then, of course, there's a little seasonal adjustments and stuff like that, too. But, you know, I think now it's kind of more, more than likely back to normal in most areas. So yeah, just focusing on your online reputation, I think is big, making sure you have all of those things up like your Google My Business listing, your Google Maps, just having it up there in your local area, uh, verified with Google and getting as many reviews as you can, um, posting on it regularly, I think having a decent website at least, you know, to where when people find it, they can kind of see what your business is all about. I think that's important too. Um, instead of just not having a website. Some people just don't even think they need one, really. And they may be getting a ton of business, and that's great. But but having the website definitely gives you an advantage over people that don't have one, for sure. You mentioned uh, reviews. Um, Mm -hmm. Do you have
0: any suggestions for uh, responding to reviews, good or bad?
1: Yeah. So um, there's a lot of tools out there that will help you get reviews easier from your clients that you just did business with or customers. Um, But responding to reviews... So we always tell people, look, man, eventually you're going to run over somebody's grass or you're going to drop a limb in somebody's fence and break it or whatever. So you're going to get a bad review here and there. So first and foremost, if you do get a bad review, respond professionally to that review. Hey, listen, John, we're we're really, really sorry um, that we did this to your fence. You know, that's not something that we that we take lightly. Uh, We we aim for 100 percent customer satisfaction. Call our office. We'll make it right. Something like that that shows up publicly that people will see. They'll overlook it and give you the benefit of the doubt if they see a bad review, but getting 10, 20, 30 good five-star reviews will really water down that one bad review that you're going to get, you know, twice a year, whatever it is. Um, So I think just responding professionally and then just soliciting and making sure you get a lot of good five-star reviews will will really help, you know, will help the reputation of your company.
0: So Wes, here's here's your chance to give a free plug for your company. Um, Corey was asking what others, what services do you guys offer?
1: Okay, cool. Yeah. So the takeaways are, you know, we'll get through that. We're almost finished with the slides here. Uh, what did you learn? What did you notice? What would you like to share if you want to share anything? So we covered, uh, your goals, set your goals annually. How many leads to hit your target, uh, the three fundamentals to marketing success, how to optimize your website for conversion today and beyond. And we see a lot of these things are gonna be happening way into the future as well. So the big picture of all the online marketing channels you should be tapping into to maximize your lead flow on the internet, uh, the latest trends you must be aware of, uh, develop a custom action plan based on where you are now and what you need to do right now to get to where you wanna go. So if you'd like some help, post help in the chat box. We can post a link to schedule if you want to. Uh, But you can always call our office or text this number. This is our business line, and we we accept text messages. We'll probably respond tomorrow because it's about 8 o'clock here. Uh, But it's 770-637-3707. Or you can simply go to our website and schedule uh, an appointment with us um, that that works for you. And that's at treeservicedigital.com forward slash schedule. So it's treeservicedigital.com forward slash schedule. Uh, or if you just go to treeservicedigital.com, you'll, you'll find a contact form there. Um, but for those who stuck around, here's the, uh, the marketing checklist, ultimate internet marketing checklist for tree service contractors. So basically you go to treeservicedigital.com forward slash free dash checklist. So that's treeservicedigital.com forward slash free dash checklist. And we spent a lot of time on that thing just because we wanted to give away some value with it. It's everything you need on your website that we discussed today. Uh, your click-to-call buttons, what should be on your contact forms, what what on your about page, all that stuff, plus how to run your Google Pay per click ads, local service ads, email marketing, all that stuff. It's all on there. Um, if you go to our homepage treeservicedigital.com, I think there's a link to it on there too, but the direct link is uh, forward slash free dash checklist. Um, let's see if we got another one here. Yeah, same thing. So you know, if you guys have any questions, happy to answer them for you. And uh, Tom, if we have any other ones, we can answer them, or otherwise, you know, whatever whatever we need to do. No, I think that's
0: great. And uh, as I mentioned at the beginning, we will put up this uh, presentation on uh, tci.org under the uh, webinar on the webinar page. Um, it should be up there, you know, in the next couple of days. Um, and we will send out an
1: email to the people that attended, um, just giving them a link to the the recording. Awesome. Yeah, well, I enjoyed it, man. We do this every day, like I said, and this is kind of goes along with one of our marketing plan uh, webinars we did earlier this year. So happy to share it. If anybody needs any help, we, we always give away value free. You can message us on our social media, um, go to our website. Uh, you can find us through TCIA as well. We're listed on their website. And um, yeah, Tom, I enjoyed it. Thanks a lot for inviting me to be on today.
0: Yeah, we appreciate your time and, and uh, you're putting together this presentation. It was, it was uh, very informative.
1: You're welcome. You're welcome. Appreciate it. Well, yeah, if we don't have any more questions, man, I guess uh, if anybody needs our help, just just get in contact with me and uh, we'll go from there. We'll call it a night. Thanks All a lot, right. Wesley. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate it. Have you. a good night, everybody. Take care.